you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. NFL Game Day View is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to NFL Game Day View. My name is Rachel Bonetta. That's Greg Rosenthal, Cynthia Freeland, Patrick Claybon. Guys, we record these shows on Friday, okay? Can I just say the air of, like, football magic right now after that Thursday night football game? It has made me that much more excited about this weekend's slate of games. So we're going to get to those in uno momento. But first things first, I believe. Let me just look here. New leader alert. Who has climbed the charts here? Definitely not me. Uh, we have a new leader atop mm. the standings. Greggy, out of nowhere, snatches the crown from Cynthia and Patrick. I don't know how I feel about this. Actually, I do know. I'm not good. <laughs> yeah, if you thought I was obnoxious before this, do not keep this crown on my head. Don't let it happen. Jets, Bills. Bills are favored by 10 in this one. Can they keep it close? And we'll start with you. I mean, close, sure. I have 27 to 19 in this matchup. There's a number of question marks about who's playing necessarily in this one. Obviously, you know, Vaughn Miller's mm-hmm. not. But one person who's really turned into a bona fide number one receiver is Garrett Wilson. So we're going to give him his just due here. If, especially if you look from the wide alignment. I mean, 142 of his 162 yards last week came from that alignment. Two touchdowns against the Bears. Wide alignment. He's really commanding defenses to give him the number one treatment, which means everyone else is more open. Last game was Corey Davis. Maybe this time it's, I don't know, Elijah Moore. Mm. Who knows? But it's going to be an interesting one. And the secondary has been targetable for the Bills. And plus, again, keep your eye on the injury report there as well. But I think 27 to 19. Yeah, it's crazy to think the Jets have matchup advantages on the outside on offense. I'm with you. I have the Bills winning, but I have it even closer, 27 to 23. And I feel strongly that the Jets are keeping this thing closer than 10. I feel strongly it's going over 43 and a half. And I feel strongly that Mike White is not who we think he is. Everyone said, oh, he's like this little safe point guard guy, you know. Oh, I'm like, who do we think he is? Because okay. we love him here. Yeah, just like, oh, show. let's take the chick quick check downs and let's not take any chances and let's kind of be Andy Dalton out there. No, Mike White's six foot five. Sneaky, tall Hall of Fame here. Oh. He's got a big arm. 
he takes chances. I actually think he'll give the Bills defense some chances to make turnovers like they did a year ago, <laughs> but I think he'll make big plays. He's not the safe quarterback we were told. He's a little more toolsy. He's a little more fun, Patrick. Oh, yeah, a little more fun. I, yeah. I like it. Toolsy. The only time toolsy is a My good point. thing. Yes. <laughs> he, he brings it all to the table. I, I don't have a, a, a fun score. It's 26-20, but I, I agree with you guys. The Jets are able to keep this close. They've been asking the defense to do a lot all season, not asking them to do as much uh, with the toolsy. Uh, fun quarterback in Mike White. But I want to look at the guy who's clearly, he's not sneaky athletic. Everybody knows he's athletic. It's Josh Allen. He was fired. Let's go back to this November 6th game where Josh Allen was taking all of these deep shots against the Jets and not really completing them. 18 of his 34 passes uh, were only his only completions. He had a quarterback rating of 48. I think Josh is just going to take his medicine in this game. I know he's, he likes to take risks, but against this defense, the easy completions and the Bills just grind out a 26-20 win. Right uh, Greg, I'm with you score-wise and take-wise. Let's talk about Mr. Toolsy for a second, okay? Literally everybody in his life is probably telling him right now, don't think about the game from last year, from 2021, where you played the Bills and you threw four interceptions, oh. and then you didn't play any more football after that for the rest of the season. <laughs> don't think about that. That's probably what everyone is saying. Me? Nay. Think about it. <laughs> Think about it all day long. Think about it, okay? This is an amazing chip on the shoulder. Sin, we always talk about the revenge factor. We love revenge. How fun is this? He yeah. is in a different place in his life. He didn't play any more football after that game. That's got to hurt. That's got to sting. Somebody asked him this week, how about that game last year? And he said, what game? No, no, no. You know what oh. game. <laughs> you know what game, Mike White. Mr. Toolsy. Bring it on, 27 and 24. Bills still win. I'm not crazy. Uh, okay, let's move on to another divisional game. Vikings-Lions, they met back in week three. Um, the Lions held a 10-point lead going into the fourth quarter, but with 45 seconds left, K.J. Osborne caught the go-ahead touchdown to give Minnesota a 28-24 victory. Cynthia, the 10-2 and Vikings are road underdogs. You're a Michigan girl. You locked the Lions last week, which is something yeah. I don't think I have ever seen you do on game day morning, but you did it. Are you doing it again? I'm so glad we're starting with me because I am picking the Vikings <laughs> oh, in the upset 28 to no. 20. The Lions I'm, are favored. I, so? That doesn't mean that they're going to win. I think oh. that the Vikings win this one. It's not a convincing score, 28 to 27. In that first matchup, Justin Jefferson was shut down. In this second matchup, check the injury report. Guess who's on it? Good old Jeff Akuda. He's the Lions' best corner. You know what happens when you're down defensive backs and you play Justin Jefferson? Lots of gritty, lots of gritty in the end zone. Maybe there's a gyro thrown in with that gritty or perhaps one of the many various sausages you can get at Ford Field, all of which are going to Justin Jefferson, who should have a huge game. I do think that this is a very high-scoring game. I think both quarterbacks and number one receivers are good picks for fantasy. But I just think this is the Vikings. Unfortunately, look, I love the Lions. My dog is named after a Detroit sports legend. I clearly want the Lions to uh, win, but they're not going to. See, I feel like the Vikings stole the Lions' mojo when they came from behind a couple weeks ago. Well, week three at the beginning of the season. And this, this week, the Lions steal it back. 28 to 24. Let's go, Lions. I wow. believe in you because of your defense. Sometimes you look at all what? the numbers, and the Lions' <laughs> defense has improved since the bye week. Depending on which <laughs> metric you want to look at, they're a little below average. They're a little above average. Cynthia's model doesn't have them that high. But you know what? They're not dead last in the league, and that's nope. what they were before. And sometimes you got to trust the old eye test. They came out of that bye week 
like they had just gotten the best hard knock speech from Dan Campbell you've ever per- heard. And they've been flying around the field. You don't see that out of the Vikings defense. The Lions defense has the better defense in this game. Put it in the rafters. Yes. Not worst defense in the not NFL. Good enough. Enough. That's good enough. Let's be honest. Defense. For the Lions, that is a W it, right it there. Yeah, you're not right. the worst. It, it is an upgrade. True. But stealing the Lions mojo, it's a little too far. Because I'm thinking about uh, on the road at Buffalo, at home against the Jets, uh, this Vikings team continues to deliver. Mm. And that's why I'm taking Kirk and the Vikings, oh. who've kind of sneakily carried me 29 uh, to 26 on, on the picks this year. And the reason is Dalvin Cook. Uh, looking at this Vikings run game and what they were able to do, He has something in common with Devin Singletary, Tony Pollard. They um, averaged over five yards a carry against the Lions. And again, I know they've improved since then. uh, But looking back at what he did in the first game, I I can't in good good conscience ignore that. Uh, The Vikings do it again. And another fun game. I'm not not saying the Lions aren't fun, but the Vikings eke one out yet Mm. again. The Lions are fun. However, you know, every week we uh, send in our picks. And along with our picks, we ask, like, what we want to show tape-wise. And all I requested this week was just, sorry, Greg, show me bad Lions defense. I want to see it. I want to see them messing up and not good. Because let me tell you this, Greg. Bad Lions defense, bad defense is Kirk Cousins' kryptonite. Okay. He is 0-3 (laughs) in his career in games against the last-ranked total defense. Why? I don't know. Maybe he (laughs) likes a challenge. I don't know what is going on here. But for some reason, Kirk Cousins 0-3 against the last-ranked total defense. Have a day, Lions. Here we go. Right down the middle. Yeah, he did it again, folks. An amazing comeback from Tom Brady on Monday Night Football. Out there looking like an old Baker Mayfield, if I may. Uh, He's going up against Brock Purdy, (laughs) who was four months old when Brady got drafted in 2000. Uh, Sin, one team has Tom Brady. The other has um, not Tom Brady. Who are you going with? Well, I mean, the other has a really good defense. The other one has everything else. (laughs) Right, there's a lot of other things in addition to not Tom Brady. So I actually have the 49ers 21 the Buccaneers, 16. So 49ers still take this one. Why? Because the 49ers' ability to earn yards after the catch is really, really important. They also are really good at yards after contact and yards after contact after the catch because it really all matters. The way that they run this offense and how Kyle Shanahan architects the run to kind of predicate everything really creates the opportunities for shorter passes to turn into longer gains. And that yak will make a big difference. We've seen some interesting performances from the secondary for the Bucks, So I think that there are exploitable holes, and I think Kyle Shanahan's got this one. I am with you on this one, Cynthia. It's not about the quarterbacks. It's never been about the quarterbacks in San Francisco. It's about the defense and Nick Bosa. Shout out to Nick Bosa. I mean, maybe the best pass rusher in the league right now, and also a viewer of game day view. I love just like seeing him get these early sacks and then him letting America know, yeah, just Greg. You know, it's like, <laughs> what a big desk, Greg fan. I'm with you. I got you. I see you, Nick Bosa. Quick around the edge, quick in the mind, too. Uh, and a good, good fan. So uh, the defense shuts Tom Brady down here. I don't think Tom Brady has. Thanks for time. watching, Nick. I, I, I love the idea that quarterbacks don't matter. I, I, I'm, I'm there. I, I, we should clip that. I think in this game, though, they, they actually do. Um, because we're kind of neglecting the, the Buccaneers' defense a little bit when we talk about this defensive matchup and what Todd Bowles' squad has been able to do. A top-10 DVOA defense on the season, and I know what they did on Monday night was against Andy Dalton and a Saints team that's kind of maybe uh, some people thought has checked out. But I, I still believe in Kyle Shanahan, Debo and company. I, I, I think styles make fights, though, and I think this is a bad, tough ask 
for Brock Purdy, who's a great dude. Is he going to do so it? Are you picking no. Is he taking no. the bucks? What are you no. doing? That's the same score as last night. Yeah. Seven, seven, uh, second, 17 Make it a Straybon, baby. Ooh. I am going 49ers 21 to 17. Um, I don't think that we should liken the, the Tom Brady comeback to Baker Mayfield. Okay, what Baker did was amazing. What Tom did, the, the entire game was the, the offense did not look good, and then he just was Tom Brady and made an incredible pass to seal the deal at the end of the game. That was um, the same thing. But uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Baker's, Baker had a lot, he got there on Tuesday. Patrick, he got there on Tuesday. Um, but uh, no, I, I just feel <laughs> like this 49ers team. Brock Purdy just has to show up. Look at his offensive weapons. I liken it to us on this show, okay? You think we look like this every single day? No, we got an entire team around us doing our hair. Greg's got a little lip gloss on, okay? We are looking good because of who we surround ourselves with. All we really do is have to show up, and that's what Brock Purdy has to do with all those offensive weapons and the defense uh, surrounding him. So I'm going 49ers 21-17. to Okay, back in... 2020, the Dolphins had a decision to make with the fifth overall pick. They chose Tua. The Chargers wasted no time with the next pick, taking Justin Herbert. I think both teams are probably pretty happy with how things turned out. They're both doing pretty well. As far as how they'll turn out on Sunday, Patrick, who do you like in this one? Oh, well, here's the we've got good news for the Chargers run defense because we talk bad about it uh, a lot. They have they're a 500 team when they've allowed 155 or more rushing uh, yards. The bad news is that applies to half of their games. And here comes the mm-hmm. Dolphins team that doesn't really run the ball very well, but they can when they need to. I think the Dolphins win it 27-24. Jeff Wilson Jr. has been getting the most action in the run game, so I'll spotlight him here. Uh, but he's yet to have a game in Miami like he did back in Week 2 with the Niners. But with the Chargers up, considering how teams have been able to stay on the ground, I, I think it's a good opportunity. He does it right here on Sunday. Wow. I have a confession to make. When you picked your last game, I'm colorblind, and I thought you picked the other team. And my colorblindness is going to be a problem. They're pretty close. On, on Sunday night, too. This Dolphins-Chargers matchup is a mess. All you got to do is just focus on the end zone. There's lots of points. It's going to be 40-33. to 33. I'm predicting oh, a 40-burger for Tua Tungavailoa and Justin Ooh. Herbert to get off. But here, the defense just has to make a couple plays, and I think the Miami defense is more likely to do it. I'm not saying quarterbacks don't matter. But I am saying if you put Justin Herbert... On the Dolphins, he'd be doing what Tua's doing and more. Tua's supported by a great supporting cast, a great coaching staff, and also a good-looking front seven. They're getting after the quarterback. Jalen Phillips is playing really well. Melvin Ingram's playing well. Zach Sealer is playing well in the middle. And I know they give up a lot of points, but they also create a lot of turnovers and create havoc. I think that's what they'll do at the end of this game. It'll be like an arena league game. Is this like a Melvin Ingram revenge game? Ooh. Maybe. So many. We're always looking for revenge around here. Always. I'm picking a two-point win, just a two-point win for the Miami Dolphins, 27-25 to in this matchup. Why? We talk about that Chargers run defense. It's really very not good, Mm. no great, not wonderful. When I'm looking to see the ability for them to stop and limit first downs, I don't even care about the actual number of yards, but stopping and limiting first downs. It is the worst that I've seen in any team in my model, since the other Chargers, which another year Chargers is actually the second worst in eight years. Ooh. Okay, that's it. That's really all I have to say about that. Oh, 
Sad. <laughs> Mike why, why are the Chargers so sad? Make hair, us hair happy, flip. Chargers. You know, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just, that, that's the it, numbers. The numbers the are numbers what the numbers are. They give up first good. downs. Yeah, are sad. Uh, I thought it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I picked the Chargers as my team this season, by the way. That went well. Um, Chargers in primetime on Sunday Night Football specifically have kind of struggled. I thought that this was interesting. This is going to be their third Sunday Night Football game since Week 10 that involved the Chargers. They lost in at San Francisco in Week 10. They lost versus KC in Week 11. Both games, they were leading at halftime by, by six-plus points. Ooh. And they were outscored, and they lost both of those games. So, uh, primetime, no bueno. I am going Dolphins. What is my score? 27-24 and 24 over the Chargers. Okay, coming up after the break, we got Jalen Hurts taking on the Giants. And you know what? Jalen Hurts, I love you. Get out of here. We want to see the real deal. Where's yeah. the hands? Oh, my God. Part there we the go. Oh, my God. I'm not- can we I, just have this every single week, please? The joy. Don't go anywhere. The sheer joy. Beautiful. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Eagles-Giants on Sunday. Philly is favored here by seven points. Greg, do you think the Giants can keep it close? No, I don't even think they can. (laughs) I think, you know, you play all this rivalry stuff, it's not going to be close. The Eagles are so good, their backups 
could beat the Giants. Ooh, I really think they're that whoa, team. And their backups whoa. probably will beat the Giants because they play all their backups. They have a luxury. Their defense, Brandon Graham and the rest of them, don't even play starter snaps. Brandon Graham, having a great year, played 18 snaps last week. Josh Sweat on a $15 million contract. One of the best edge rushers, played 27 snaps last week. Fletcher Cox on a big contract, 18 snaps last week. They rotate them in and out to keep them fresh. Love and they don't even need to be on the field. They're backups, and it's not just... On the defensive line, it's on the offensive line. It's at the skill positions. Put Gardner Minshew out there. I think they could beat the Giants. I would l- personally love better. to see that. Let's do that. That would be fun. That would be super fun. Just I mean, prove it. I only have a six-point win, 26 to 20. I agree with you at the caliber of the team overall, but this rivalry is really interesting. And when I look to see what could happen, I think Miles Sanders will run the ball a lot. Why? Because, like you talk about, I think that the Eagles will get up to a nice lead. But then you know what happens when you run the ball a lot and the other team needs to run the ball a lot, too? You kind of slow down the possession so you don't get the opportunity to score like this wildly different number. Number, right, 14 is a little bit too much for me. So just six in this matchup. But Miles Sanders deserves a lot of nice things to be said about him. Maybe we don't talk about him enough. All of his ability to run, especially inside the tackles, is a really nice way, a nice area where he contributes. Yeah, shout out to Miles Sanders because at the start of the season, he's just like fantasy people. Don't draft me. Yeah. And he had a great year. So Miles don't Sanders, me. Uh, great. Also great, the Philadelphia Eagles, not great. Uh, the Giants offense, uh, it seems like the Washington Commanders kind of became the Giants. Everything we said about the Giants earlier in the season is what we're saying about the Commanders now. But this overtime loss from a week ago kind of highlights the inability of the Giants offense to really do anything, especially make explosive plays in the passing game. Uh, I think this is the Eagles kind of getting out in front. And Greg, like you mentioned, maybe checking it down. And that's the only reason uh, it's not a blowout for Mm -hmm. me. Yeah, Patrick and I picking against the Giants each and every week is finally paying off. When they last won. We made it. Every single week. I have a closer game, too. I just have a seven-point win. uh, So we're breaking even here. I feel like in these kinds of games, it's hard to say that there's going to be a blowout because... People always step up for these games. When you got that much history, you kind of it's one of those games that you circle on the calendar every single year and you never really know what is going to happen. Also, the Eagles were winning the entire season, then they then they dropped one, and I feel like things were a little bit shaky here and there, but I feel like they've gotten back on track. They've been putting up some big scores against the last few teams. So I'm going Eagles 27-20 over the Giants. Time for quick picks. Patrick, you have picked the Ravens every Single what a week. Right now? It'll be Tyler Huntley's show on happening? Sunday. <laughs> Are you still? How did this graphic get here? Confident. Oh my god. It's like you hacked the show. Are you still confident in Baltimore to get it done? Uh, based on seeing the Rainmaker appear and have terrifying. his head, head spin around, uh, I'm I'm breaking the streak. I, I'm not going to pick the Baltimore Ravens because I don't think number eight is playing, and number eight is the reason I have such an affinity for the Baltimore Ravens, and he's the reason that I've picked them every single game this season. And now I'm looking on the other side of a defense uh, that is playing Marlon Humphrey in the slot. And they've had real trouble with outside receivers. So let's talk about George Pickens. Uh, the Steelers could have been getting him the ball a little bit more. We saw Zay Jones absolutely go off. We saw Chris Olave have those seven catches in New Orleans on the Monday night game. I just think it's a big game for George Pickens and the Steelers win at 17-15. This is one of those meme alerts, though. Don't you? Aren't you worried now that we're yes. all on the Steelers? No. Yeah. Yes. No, I, I, I just picked the Steelers because I wanted to hear that those beautiful voices. Meme in my ear alert. about the meme alert. Cynthia and I have a nice little warm up that we like to do before shows. Would you like to demonstrate? Pick it to Pickens. 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 Really hard to do. It sounds like a Midwestern mom lamenting something like, ah, pick it to Pickens. Pick it to Pickens. Okay, Cynthia. 
about the Texans and Cowboys. All they have in common is they both play in Texas. <laughs> the spread is 17 and a half on Sunday, which feels disrespectful in the NFL, but it is the Texans. And I'm just going to pile right on top of that because I have 18 points. <laughs> this is a nice big win for the Cowboys for me because of their defense. When I look to see what's going on with this offense, yeah, I, look, Damian Pierce is a nice story and all, but like outside of that, it seems like, I don't know, a lot of confusion, a lot of question marks. Kyle Allen, just, it just. We got it, Davis Mills back. Come on. I was about to say, I'm didn't work saying. out. Are you sad? I mean, no. you wanted more Kyle Allen? No, no, I think Davis Mills. <laughs> what? Should send like a handwritten, like beautiful Christmas present to Kyle Allen. It made who made Davis Mills look better than Kyle Allen? Nobody. Well, you know who's going to make all of them look bad? The Cowboys defense. Mm. A nice eighteen point win. I love that Mike McCarthy was like, don't take the cheese. What did he call this? Like a cheese game? <laughs> that sounds gross. Uh, but because the spread is so big, he was like, no, nah, don't fall for it. This is a cheese game. <laughs> That's definitely not what he called it. I'm going to look it up on commercial, and I will clarify on the other side. <laughs> no, it is uh, a cheese it's, it's a cheese game. It's a cheese game. It's a cheese game. Yeah, yeah, Packer, you know, don't take the cheese. Ben just perfect. loves cheese. Perfect. I mean, obviously, the Ben loves cheese. Okay, it's time for the Drive to Excellence presented by Mercedes-Benz. The Bengals have looked like the team we expected them to be entering the season since losing to the Browns back in week eight. They have won four in a row. Greg, can they keep it rolling this week? I believe they can, and I don't think it's going to be close. I have the Browns 27 to 14. Whoa, Freudian. Joe Burrow, the the Bengals, of course, (laughs) twenty-seven to fourteen. No, what? I don't know. Something happens when the Bengals and the Browns keep going. When the Bengals and the Browns play, like weird things happen. The Bengals suddenly turn into a bad team. They've lost five straight. But Joe Burrow told me that the Bengals were a great team. Two weeks ago, when they beat the Titans, he said. That's the type of game that great teams win. And that spoke to me. I I kind of agreed with him. It was a playoff atmosphere. It was physical. The next week, they beat the Chiefs. Only a great team can beat the Chiefs three straight times. Oh, yeah. You know what great teams don't do is lose to the Browns six straight times. Uh And you might think, like, oh, there was different players there. No, they beat them last year with Baker Mayfield 41-16. to They beat them earlier this year. Uh, The Browns did 33-14. to but there's been a downgrade at quarterback in Cleveland, and that's going to help the Bengals win. Let's go. I have the Bengals winning this one, too. I have 28 to 21, the, maybe mm. the most normal football score I've ever projected. 28 Man, to 21, like- pretty normal. No one can say anything to me about this. I want to talk about Lou Anarumo and this Bengals defense in Week 13. You know what we saw? Pressure. You know what we else we saw? Defensive backs getting back in coverage. You know what else we saw? Turnovers. These are really mm. good things for defenses. And these are things that are susceptible areas for that Browns offense. We saw the Browns offense have an interesting outing last time. This defense is going to be able to capitalize <laughs> that on that and make sure that they stay nice and in pole position here. Even if a few people are missing on their offense, I still think big Jamar Chase day, big T. Higgins day, mm-hmm. big running back day. It's going to be great. Interesting yeah. is a nice way to describe the Browns offense last week. Like stank could yeah. be another way. Yeah. Yeah. Narsty. Yeah, uh, just Narsty. just plain bad. <laughs> Regrettable, um, and it was it was a regret for me because I picked the Chiefs last week, and like like you said, yeah. Joe Burrow just came to me in a vision, and he was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, just like that, like He's a specter, and, and he said, yeah, we, we will dominate you. We are world destroyers. So your distinctiveness will be added to that of your, our own. Resistance is futile. It's all Bengals. I'm not oh. picking the Bengals. Picking against the Bengals. Uh, 28-22. I'll add 
a one point to Cynthia's score for the Browns, but I would also like to talk about this defense, Cynthia, specifically Trey Hendrickson. You saw at the end of that Chiefs clip him chasing around Patrick Mahomes where he does that weird dad run thing that nobody can seem to stop. <laughs> Trey Hendrickson uh, did that, and he's got nine quarterback pressures in his last three games, just a big part of this Bengals defense and a big part of the reason <laughs> they may be the best team in the NFL right now, Rachel. Oh, what? that's that's a big statement. I, I like love it. that. I actually picked the Bengals last week. Thank you very there much. And I'm here. doing it again. Okay. And I got a huge win. 31 to 17. Like we said, like Greg said, they haven't beaten the Browns, but this has got to be one of the more confident times that they have walked into this game and said, you know what, we can do this. Off of the heels of a win against the Chiefs again, and you're facing this offense that is rusty at best. They still have not clicked in, and I don't know if it's happening this weekend, 31-17 to 17 for the Bengals over the Browns. Okay, two playoff teams from a year ago meeting in the desert this week. This year, yeah, probably not so much. The Cardinals have had a week off to think about the way their game ended against the Chargers. Probably still doesn't feel good. Time doesn't heal all wounds. The Patriots are slight favorites in this one. Patrick, do you agree? Should they be the favorite? I do not agree. I've got Ooh. the Arizona Cardinals winning this one 26-22 to 22 because, you know, the Cardinals are an inconsistent team. The offense is spotty. But that also describes the New England Patriots. And the thing about the Cardinals is they've got everybody playing now for the first time this season. You've got Hollywood Brown. You've got Kyler Murray, James Conner, and Nuke Hopkins all on the field. I think there's too much talent for them to be underachievers. Vance Joseph was saying that the Patriots called plays like a defensive coach was calling the plays, which is true, and it wasn't like a snide remark. He wasn't saying that derisively. It's just the state of the Patriots' offense, and I agree. It's, it's not fun. I, I've got the Cardinals winning. Ooh. Man, it's rough out here for the Matt Patricia Patriots when Vance Joseph's taking shots. I'm still taking the Patriots. I don't feel good about either of these teams. How could you? But I do feel good about Bill Belichick's ability to scramble bad offensive lines, and that's one thing that hasn't been talked about in Arizona this year. Josh Uche and Matthew Judon will pick on this offensive line. They have been missing three to four starters up front all year, and Kyler Murray really struggles against pressure. How about Uche bending the edge there, making a big play against Josh Allen, he's finally stepping up in his third year. Judon's been fantastic. And they really pick on mismatches on their defensive line, and they get Judon in spots where he can make sacks. And I just think this offensive line for Arizona is their kryptonite, and the Patriots are really good at beating flawed offenses. Let's get it done. I'm with you on the fact that their offensive line is their kryptonite, but I definitely think the run game, specifically the joint effort of Kyler Murray and James Conner. This run game sucks. Talking about Mac Jones? Oh, yo, Mac Jones can do whatever, can say whatever he wants. I have the Cardinals winning in this matchup. Ooh, whoa. 23 to 21 in this matchup. Kyler Murray and James Conner together both have the ability to get the heck away from Matt Judon and from Josh Uche. I don't think that they're fun to play against. I don't want to try to have to have them sack anyone, but... I think the outside rushes and the ability to scramble and get away from that little bootleg mm. that he did, like Kyler Murray does, and then he like somehow gets it to James Conner anyways. People don't talk about enough about James Conner and his ability to shape and change this game to impact the outcome. James Conner, and he's like low-key one of my better players, like maybe top 10 running back for the rest of the season wow. in fantasy. So this is a, it's a big— Give it to me. The model always loves the Cardinals. The model loves the, the Cardinals too much. The Cardinals coming off a of, bye. Now, I didn't know that Vance Joseph had said anything— 
I didn't know about that talking trash bit, but I don't mm. like that. Well, he's going to motivate the Patriots' best mm. offensive player. Their Speaking of trash talk, as soon as you said run game, it just made me flash back to Mac Jones freaking yep. out on yep. the sideline. Yeah. And maybe there's some expletives there. Beep, but beep. I'm with Greg. Maybe he's a little bit fired up. The Cardinals have been letting people put up some points here, folks. And since it's the Patriots and it is Mac Jones, I still have a, what do we got here, 14 to 10? <laughs> Not a lot. Not a lot. But I still, I trust, uh, we talked about, you know, trusting the Cardinals. I trust Bill Belichick. Still I trust you, Rachel. I think we're aligned on everything. I think so. I think pretty Ooh, much. interesting. Uh, there you go. There you have it. Okay, coming up next, we are talking uh, Patrick Mahomes taking on Let's Ride oh boy. the Broncos. Oh, boy. Here it comes. Annie Mini! Oh my God! She could save the Broncos. Flex this in a Sunday night football. (laughs) Come on! Turn it back around, remember me? Ridiculous! (laughs) Like Melvin Gordon is going to do. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh yeah, we'll see you bright and early. Uh, Only a couple games left to talk about in Week 14. Seahawks are three and a half point favorites at home against the Panthers. Greg, what do you like? I like the Seahawks. I'm not that confident because of other aspects of the team that are not Geno Smith, but Geno Smith is still there. It's 23 (laughs) to 20, so we're threading the needle here. And I want to give Ben McAdoo a shout out. Ben McAdoo and I have a lot in common. We've always believed in Geno Smith. There it is. Uh, We've both put our careers on the line with our belief in Geno Smith. Ben McAdoo actually lost his job, so I guess more at stake for him. Remember when he played (laughs) Geno Smith back in 2000 and whatever it was? What was that, 17? 
Geno Smith goes in, starts a game against the Radars. The next week, they fire Ben McAdoo. They apologize to Eli Manning so much that they waste another year and a half starting him. And here's Ben McAdoo, and his career has changed, and now he's in Carolina talking up how he knew Geno Smith was great all along. He paid the ultimate price, but he was right. And it does feel good to be right, Ben McAdoo, but it's not going to feel good on Sunday because he's going to beat the Panthers. Yes! I love that! I love that soundbite. Okay, well, I have the Seahawks a little bigger. I have 25-18 to 18 over the Panthers because of both DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. When I look at the secondary for Carolina, they have some good pieces, and their safeties are good. But I've also seen some weird things in coverage. And when you give these guys space, that is not a mm. really good thing to do because Gino will find them, and yeah. especially if there's Ooh. space. Gino will find them, and then they'll end up in the end zone. Like, good luck stopping them once those freight trains start running, especially with how big DK Metcalf is. So I'm watching to see if these corners can do anything that I think is going to be even a little bit scary. To me, it's like, which one are you going to pick? Maybe a slighter, better chance for Tyler Lockett to score a touchdown. But, I mean, six of one, half Love dozen this of Love margin from you. This yeah, it's a, it's a pretty big, big margin. Love it. Yeah, I have the Seahawks covering as well, uh, 23 to 19. And I also am looking at this Panthers secondary because the defense has played pretty well in the past few weeks. But look at who they've played. They've played the Broncos, uh, the struggling offense of the Ravens, as well as the Atlanta Falcons. I think the Seahawks cover here uh, mainly because, like Cynthia said, the, the issues in that secondary dealing with DK as well as Tyler Lockett, but mainly DK Metcalf. Because as good as J.C. Horn has been in coverage this season, coming up and making tackles has been a problem. And Geno mm. is absolutely willing to feed the ball to DK and have him try to push people over. It's very consistent. It's why he leads the team in catches as well. Tyler Lockett has Ooh. them in yards. But Geno's going to feed DK uh, Seahawks cover and win at home. Uh, I got another huge win. This might, might be one of my bigger wins Ooh. of the week. I've got the Seahawks 30 to 14. Oh, 20 to 14. <laughs> it's supposed to be 30 to 14 over the Panthers. <laughs> uh, you know, I paid really close attention to that Seahawks Rams game. What was that last weekend? Uh, the Rams put up a fight against the Seahawks, specifically Bobby Wagner. That was a Super Bowl game right there. And the offense kept going. They grinded it out and they got that win, that hard fought win. Okay, it is time for quick picks. Enough of this. Enough of these shenanigans. Uh, Jags and Titans, both teams coming off embarrassing losses. Greg, who gets back on track? I think it's the Titans because the Jaguars' defense, the second most (laughs) expensive defense in the league, is quietly one of the worst defenses in the league. So I think the Titans get a lot of points, 27-17. So much money spent, so much wasted money spent in Jacksonville. It's almost like they have a GM in Trent Valky that, Shouldn't have kept his job. Just saying. Get him out of there. Wow. Just saying. Are you mad because he's got almost as many A's in his name as you have G's in yours? Maybe. And he's just (laughs) wasting this nice Trevor Lawrence season. Hopefully Trevor Lawrence plays in this game. He's questionable, but I think he'll play. But either way, Titans win. Okay. Uh, So the Broncos are so bad. The NFL flexed Patrick Mahomes out of prime time. That's how bad it's gotten. Uh, Chiefs win, but by how much? Well, right now I have 27 to 12. 12 is an awfully low score. That's not a good score. It rarely happens to be that low because, you know, you aggregate lots and lots of outcomes. 12 is a very rare score for me to have. So when I'm looking at this, I think that means good things for the run game, specifically Isaiah Pacheco. When I look to see how these Kansas City running backs have evolved and Pacheco's evolution in this rookie season, it's really important that they keep him kind of 
learning how to look at different things and navigating different situations. You can also run against this Broncos defense. So for me, it doesn't get any higher or any more lopsided than that because I think that this is going to be a ground and pound, a lot of run game situation for the Chiefs, a real good outing for Isaiah Pacheco. Cynthia is giving, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. Yes. I mean, That's 12 right. points from the Broncos, would that improve That's, their average score for? It would week? take it down just a bit. Oh. It would almost be close uh, to average. That's why oh, I, I, I put 15 scores. points. Like, well, how, many, how many points do we give the Broncos? Like, Greg, you gave them 17. Yeah, you're, you're Portland generous. Not you know what? The, the Chiefs' defense isn't very good this year. I, I am a little concerned about the Chiefs' defense. And if you watched, you squinted real close. You actually saw Russell Wilson play, like, a little better last week. I know yeah. he only scored nine You know that Cortland Sutton's not playing. I know that. And Jerry Judy's. I'm just... Big questionable, right? Huge Kendall Hinton And the Chiefs lost to the Bengals. Greg Dolchich. <laughs> Could be a little upset this week. Oh. Uh, you know, I have a podcast. It's called Bench with Benetta. You should listen sometime. We record on Thursday afternoons, okay? So we can't ever tell. We're always like, wow, that game sure was crazy, but not this week. I said, <laughs> we record on Thursday afternoons. Let's make some bold predictions. And we predicted this. We said, Hollywood Baker, welcome to Los Angeles. Uh, and the entire game, we were sweating it out because we thought we were wrong. It is time for Write This Down in Week 14. This is another thing that I am predicting. Barack Purdy does a great job. He goes over 197 and a half passing yards. I believe he had over 200 uh, last week against the Dolphins. So that's what I like. I love it. Oh, well, I'm next. And I'm looking at Travis Kelsey because every time Andy Reid's players have something weird happen, he gets them back on track. So seven receptions, check it off. 71 and a half yards, more than that. Both of those things are going to happen because last game did not end the way that you usually see Travis Kelsey end games with Patrick Mahomes. So let's get the rest off, figure it out early, and then Isaiah Pacheco runs the ball for the rest of the game. Yes, my uh, write this down is that there will be asinine conversations about Tua versus Herbert no matter who wins. Oh. I'm just kidding. Um, my <laughs> write this wrong. down. You don't need to write that down. We've Latavius already had that. Latavius Murray has yeah, going on right now. <laughs> Latavius Murray goes over 50 rushing yards against Kansas City. When he gets the ball, generally when he's gotten the ball 17 or more times, he's hit that number. So I think he hits that number for the like people it. this week. I like it. Wow, what a, a niche pick. Um, my write this down <laughs> Um, is about our friend Rachel over here, actually. And we've been on the same page uh, in terms of our picks this week, uh, but not all your takes are good. You've been in the take oh, industry guys, we, too long. I and ended this. No, you didn't end it. Here's, here's the problem. You are turning into Skip Bayless here with uh, your takes. You and this is your don't LeBron you James. Dare. You no, just this is came not. down from Canada one way and now <laughs> you're just trying LeBron to James? Put, I'm saying like this take are is... You uh, LeBron, you're saying you're saying. LeBron James? He's, he's saying Soup is LeBron, which I don't know a lot. LeBron should have a feeling about I that. I mean, he should feel great because Soup is I've lost too many friends over every this. single cuisine Do you drink is. Soup or do you eat Soup? I got to walk it back. I will be on it. I got to come clean about something after I tweeted this out. Had a, got a little sick the next day. I ordered some matzo ball soup. Oh! Did you like it? It was, it was good. There it is. <laughs> I heard there's special there things in it that make you feel better. Okay, like it was soup. fine, but I still don't think you should be eating soup in the summer every months. Every culture, and it's, and it's not every that great. cuisine, every variety. There's gotta be things to dip delicious. in it. Mm. It's gotta be things to dip in it. I had a piece of bread. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> I take it back. It wasn't good. It was fine. I feel better getting that off my. Guys. <laughs> Bye, Cynthia. Cynthia. We'll see you guys next week. Enjoy the football. (laughs) 
NFL Game Day View is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.